0: What Brooks Kepka is doing this week at the PGA Championship may very well be the best performance we have seen since we started keeping track of strokes gain. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. My name is Aaron Stewart, good to be with you again. This is Saturday, we're watching, I'm actually watching the third round right behind the camera. I've got the third round up and going. Uh, Looks like Jordan Spieth just put a nice shot in there. But I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about... What's going on here with uh, Brooks Kepka Because it's quite extraordinary. And I don't know if we're quite giving him the credit that he's due. Uh, because what he's doing is, ins- it's total insanity. And so I wanted to run through and kind of look at some of the numbers real quick. Just to sort of paint the picture of what's going on. And a lot of it has to do with, there's this book that I finished reading by Joe uh, Peta. I think his name is P-E-T-A. And uh, Tour Guide presents a 2019 Masters, whatever. So he went in and looked at essentially all the strokes game. He used all the shot link data and went into strokes game putting uh, and teeter green strokes game and all that and, and tried to figure out who played well at the Masters. Well, in the process of all that, he looked at strokes game numbers for basically everybody throughout a number of years. And he discovered that. Uh, much like we already know, Tiger Woods is by far and away the best player ever. And he said here that in 2000, uh, Tiger Woods averaged 3.8 strokes uh, gained per round on everybody else. So essentially that Tiger was four strokes better than everybody else every single round uh, for the entire 2000 year. Which is incredible. If you think about that for the entire for an entire tournament, when Tiger showed up and started playing, he would beat the field by an average of, you know, 12 shots, 12 to 14 shots, just depending, right? So that's how amazing he's been. Well, if we take a look at Brooks Kapka's numbers, and I will, by the time Monday comes around, I'll get into this a little bit deeper. but just kind of looking through his numbers, and I was really interested too, based on what he said about his play. In round two, he was disappointed with it. He didn't think that he played very well. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of look at what was the problem. I mean, why did he feel like he didn't hit the ball very well and see if the numbers, the data sort of bared that out. Uh, so looking at it, I, I, you look, if you go to, it's just on the Tour.com's website. You guys know I geek out here a lot, and I do. I love it. And uh, it's fun to watch golf and see players performing well and then go take a quick look at how they've done for the year. Um, again, just geeky, silly stuff. But yeah, so so look, I just want to run through these numbers and kind of give you an idea of what's going on because it's super special. You can tell by the score that it's special, but the data really paints the picture that's so impressive. So first off, in round one, off the tee, Brooks Koepka, so with the driver, he gained 1.4 strokes on the field, okay? His approach to the green, strokes gained approach to the green, Four and a half strokes on the field. So we're, we're in off the tee and from and into the green, approach to the green. We are already at six strokes, over six strokes. Well, just right around six strokes. Um, around the green, he gained a half a stroke. And then putting, he gained 3.6 strokes on the field. That is crazy for a total, a total for the day, strokes gained of a 10, of 10. He gained 10 strokes compared to everybody else performing from this. This basically takes everybody and puts them in the same place. And then it's all based on performance for that particular day, the way that course is set up. He beat the average by 10 strokes. We knew he did really well, right? He pulled out ahead in a big hurry. This was what's cool. In the second day then... He said he struggled a little bit. So if you look at his numbers, as far as his stroke game numbers, he did. He um, he averaged six point, he got 6.6 strokes on the field, okay? But off the tee, he was better by half a stroke. Um, approach to the green, he was just a little bit off, but only by 0.2 strokes. So not by very much. Around the green, he was only off by 0.2. Um, putting he was off by almost 3.4 strokes. So really where he was probably feeling like he was struggling a little bit was on the greens, for sure. That was the biggest discrepancy. He actually was off the tee better. And then his total, his um, a tee to green, he was actually a little bit better overall, strokes gained um, that particular day. So and then when you factored in putting that didn't do so well, that's where he lost... Those three and a half points, and he was 6.6 for round two versus 10 for round one. Kind of cool. A couple other cool things here if you look at the data, though. His driving accuracy, he hit nine for 14 greens in round one, he hit 10 for 14 in round two. So actually, driving accuracy was a little bit better. His driving district dis- distance, excuse me, his driving distance average for round one was 290 yards. And his driving distance for round two was 311. So actually a little bit better there as well. His longest drive on round one, 328. Round two, 331. I think we can probably guess that the fairways were playing a little bit firmer that second day. And then scrambling, he was 100% on day one, 67% on day two. I don't know if if he felt that way. But greens and regulation, he was 78% in round one and 83%. And round two. And then putts per green, this is where we kind of saw, he was 1.6 putts per green, so well below that 30, point, That 30, uh, 1.67, which equals 30 putts per round that we have in our benchmarks. But then on his uh, putts per green, on round two was 1.7, so actually a little bit above the benchmark, which is, again, why he probably felt like he didn't play as well, is because those numbers, his putty numbers were a little bit off. As far as his uh, round today, he has already gained a 1.3 strokes on the field off the tee and 2.2 strokes off the field approach to the green, but he is losing to the field around the green and putting. I expect those to come back up. Anyway, he's only, what, four or five holes into this right now, and it looks like we're going to be under a delay for lightning. So, Anyway, I just wanted to run through those. What Brooks Kepka is doing this week is truly amazing. I mean, it is off the charts Incredible. So, if you've got time, pay attention because this is history in the making. It's very, very cool to see, and um, I like Brooks. He's a good personality. I'm glad that he's opening up his mouth a little bit more. He's saying some important things for the game of golf, and he, I, he gained some confidence to talk about it. And I think that we all should be really glad that he did. I mean, it's going to make a difference in the game, and it looks like he is going nowhere. Um, for a long time. He is going to be in good shape for a long time. It looks like he just lost a drive right though. Ouch. That's the first, that's the first trouble I've ever seen him in for these, uh, for these three days. So anyway, thanks for listening or watching. This is our first vlog. I was told by the young kids that, uh, that I needed to do this for my social media presence. I I, I don't know. I just trust these old kids to be smarter than I am. And uh, so far it has not failed me. So, Until next time, this is Aaron Stewart saying, better data always means better golf. Get out and enjoy it today. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com, and we'll see you on the next episode.